What's up? Welcome in to the Cap and J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, John the Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you until 10 o'clock. And good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks for so much for keeping the conversation going and watching the shows and all the shows here on ESPN 1000. By the way, quick sidebar, may I approach? Yes, brought to you by Ankin Law, 3126 million for the great Howard Ankin. Sign my ball. One thing we can never say, Cap, and I, don't, I know that there's staunch baseball guys and there's basketball guys, but here's the thing, and I'm a college football fan, as you well know, but there's nothing like the king of sports like the National Football League. 34.1 million people watch Jacksonville and Kansas City on NBC platforms. Wow. 34, that's moon landing numbers back in the day. You remember this, yes, right? Yes, that is insane. Insane Cap. numbers. Cap, I mean, so... Some will say, oh, that's just gamblers. or oh, that's... No. People, there's nothing like live sports. $34 million for that game? That's unbelievable. Just, that's <laughs> but just those two markets, too. That's, I didn't say, you know, like New England, Chicago. I didn't say Dallas or Kansas City or, some other, or Miami. These you know, strong teams that we've seen over the years, these strong markets. No, I mean, for Kansas City, Jacksonville. Thirty-four million. It just shows you how powerful the NFL is. The NFL is boss. It's, it's, it's crazy. So there's something that Shea said in our shot or no shot. We do it every day at eight o'clock. That I want to go back to uh, here this half hour. Shea, go back to one of the questions that you asked regarding the Bears in the draft because I think that this is something that Cap and I need to discuss here. Yeah, there's been some reporting lately from, uh, again, quote-unquote draft insiders, whatever you make of that. This always feels like the time where people uh, adjacent to the NFL reporting cycle try to make a name for themselves. But there is it's reporting that's out there that the Bears could stay put at number one, and rather than trade down, they'd use the top overall pick on Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. He's a defensive end, really good player. I know nobody here has watched him. I've watched very few Texas Tech games. I have to go back and do more. What I've seen and what I've heard is he's excellent clearly this would be a value pick so the question i asked was if you just stamp at it one and you use that top pick on a sleeper is that a failure okay all right well well first of all here's where we are and i'm guilty of it. i'll raise my hand and say it's me i'll say it's my partner cap and i think it's all of us that love sports we have a passion for it and we'll we say things and by the way this show by no means is scripted like cap and i are for better or for worse, ad-libbing 25,000 or more words every morning. Okay, so we're just we're reading and we're giving you our thoughts on based on things that we read. Okay, so when it comes to the draft, I know some would say, boy, if the Bears don't do something with that pick, if they don't trade down, this whole thing's a failure. Well, I, I can't say that. What if the number one pick that the Bears have is someone that can be a cornerstone for this franchise for 10 years. Some want to be able to jump the gun so early on this and tell you that what, what if the Bears don't do this or if the, what if the Bears do this. All I know is that you, the world's your oyster when you're the number one pick in the draft. When you have that positioning, it's great because you can do so many things with it. If the Bears reach for the pick, obviously we'll look at it and say hopefully this pick will work. But the idea that if the Bears also don't go down and get more picks, it's a failure also is a problem for me, Cap. Like you, we have to find out who they get and then how they're going to fit into the system. 
But some all want to just be able to jump the gun now and tell you, well, if Polls doesn't do something with this pick, then it's a complete failure. That's nonsense to me. Completely agree with you. I got into this, this with Snorling when he was violating my coffee earlier today. <laughs> oh, and no. he's oh, like, no. this is your chance to add picks and do this. To I said, Ryan Poles deserves the opportunity to evaluate the entire draft class. And if he says at number one, there is a kid from Ohio Northwestern, and he's the greatest prospect I've ever seen, then take him. Mm-hmm. If you're wrong, it's going to cost you your job. Just like it did Ryan Pace when he evaluated the quarterbacks and took Mitch Trubisky. It didn't work out. He lost his job. Ryan Poles deserves the opportunity to do what he deems best with that pick. Now, do I, sitting here, think the best thing is to commit to Justin, trade that pick, get what I can for it, and plug multiple holes in my roster? I believe that, but I'm not him. He deserves the opportunity to do what he deems best, and then we should pass judgment after that. Well, here's how I know that you're consistent with this. Because when the Bears got Brisker and Gordon early in the draft, I turned to you and said, Cap, you know, this is a wide receiver rich draft. You might want to be able to take care of your offense. I mean, I'm always been trying to find out what's best for Justin Fields. Offensive line help, you know, uh, weapons offensively as far as wide receiver, you know, upgrading whatever you need to to make sure that this, this car hums, making sure that Justin Fields and the offense is working. And you said to me, Johnny, Brisker and Gordon are two needs for this Bears team, too. Look how bad this defense was. And, and so I understood what your point was with that because I'm always thinking about how this is an offensive league and you need offense, which is still true. But you said at the time, hey, you know what? Brisker and Gordon was the best on the board, and you needed to be able to fill those, those buckets. So you were right about that. At the same time, this is what we do, though, as, as – you know, uh, anxious fans. We want it yesterday. We want the team to win. So, you know, I, I just look at it like this: uh, it, whatever the Bears do at the number one pick, if they if they stay, you know, hold fast with that pick and say, okay, this is what we believe in. Hopefully, that pick works out because it's so needed for this team. Yeah. Again, Brian Poles sets up his entire board, and they're like, okay, Ryan, let's take a look at this board and let's figure out what. We like in terms of issues, in terms of holes, and in terms of who the best players are. And in the end, he looks at his board and he goes, all right, I'm picking at 35. Mm -hmm. I got this guy clearly the best player on the board, but do I take another defensive back there? If he's clearly the best guy, the answer is yes, you do, because you don't want to wake up at three years and go, Look at that. He's an all-pro cornerback. I had him highly rated, best on my board. I took a guy three notches below, but I had to have a starting center or a wide receiver, whatever it is. Take the best player and figure it out. Well, you know why that people will look at a certain draft, especially the day of the draft, and and scream reach, is because everyone's reading ESPN.com and CBSSports.com and our buddy in Iowa that does uh, from our lads, um, you know, the, those Dan are the, Shaka. 
Yeah, Dan Shanka, all those. Because what do we always do during draft time? We look at all the mock drafts. And it's like, well, this wasn't on Kuiper's board. This wasn't on McShay's board. This wasn't on Dan Shanka's board. So why would you reach for that pick? I, I just want what's best for the Bears. Like, like, I know, based on college football, who I think are really studs, are really great players. But for every great player, it may not fit into the system of the team the Jets or the Houston Texans or the Bears or, or whomever is drafting early in the draft. So I get it. Yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting process to play out. Again, I gave these dates to you last week. Mm-hmm. When you go back and look at Philly trading up to get Carson Wentz or whatever draft day move there was, those trades did not go down to well after the Indianapolis Combine. I know everybody checks every rumor every day. And they want the Bears to make a trade. Right now, I want five picks and two all-pro. That's not coming today. The Combine's a month away. That's when we'll start to get some clarity after they get their interviews with players. They get a handful of guys they bring to their facility. Their medicals are given to their medical team. And they go through and go, okay, we're good here. That guy's got an issue that we got to be aware of. You're not going to get that trade done today. It's not going to happen. So, Shay, from your standpoint, if the Bears trade this pick, is that a, is that a successful draft? Talking about just the first round, day one of the draft. I mean, it it depends. I, there's, it's going to be so interesting, and it's so hard to say what would a successful draft look like when we're still three months away. I think, but yeah, I think if you really want to get the most out of this, you got to trade out of that number one pick. And what if you left Lawrence Taylor on the board? That's fine. You might. But I, for me, I would rather have more opportunities at the lottery. If I'm sitting at a slot machine, I want as many pulls of that thing as I can get. And really the first round, like you might leave Lawrence Taylor. You might trade out and find Lawrence Taylor. Somebody left Mahomes on the board. That was you, by the way. You left Mahomes on the board. Like, that's going to happen. You're going to make those mistakes. I think with the position that the Bears are in, you got to give yourself as many draws in this lottery as you can get. I think I still think you could do that without trading out of one. Can you not? Um, I can still get as many picks as I. I can still be able to negotiate with other teams on day two and day three to get more picks and try to get yeah, more quality. Yeah, you're that not way. picking from the cream yeah, of the crop. And I think you also like yes, y- you could, well, but I think you kind of inhibited your ability to do that when you traded what was now the 32nd pick for Chase Claypool. Yeah, that, well, that's a bad one. Well, 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 hold on a second. Hold on a second. So what is the cream of the crop? Because if Poles has his board set on players that he likes, who knows what's the cream of the crop to him? Well, I don't think he looks in the fifth round and goes, wow. And sees value, Braxton Jones. Value, but I'm talking about impact superstar type guys. If he thinks, boy, if I trade from one to four, and now I've got their first round pick at four, and I got their second first round pick, and I got a second round pick. So now I've got... Hmm. I've got three players in the top 30-whatever. That's a hell of a lot different than going, I traded my third back. I got two-fifths and a six because I really like guys on the board for value. I'm talking about I want impact guys, like big-time prospects. I think that both can be true. I think that uh, I think he will be doing some wheeling and dealing. I think we will see right. some, day, some day two. I mean, I, I think that's just natural. I think that when you're so bad like the Bears are at 3-14, and 14, I expect them to have multiple picks. If not the first round, I expect them to get a lot. 
I really do. So, but let's ask this question. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. So, Cap and I want to find out from you, the Bears fan, do the Bears need to trade the top pick for it to be a success for you? It's Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app, the aforementioned ESPN Chicago app where you can find Basketball U with Tyler Aki. You need your college basketball fix, go to Basketball U. It's available now on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap, today is National Peanut Butter Day. Uh, what is your favorite peanut butter? I went and bought some yesterday because, as you know, I keep celery around me all the time. Mm-hmm. Because it's got no calories and it's got the little bit of crunch I want, and I buy the at, at Whole Foods the almond butter, where you just hit the button on the machine and it's just simply almonds ground up. And I have a very little bit of it, but I'll put that on my celery. It is a delicious snack, so it'd be almond butter hoodie. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's so funny when you're a kid. I mean, just the little things count. So we, there was always creamy peanut butter in the house, but any time that mom switched it up with uh, crunchy, that was a delicacy, right? It's like, yeah. oh, this is the one with peanuts in it. Like, oh my god, right? How about that? It's just like a, a little a little change up, low into the dirt. All of a sudden, you get crunchy peanut butter. I, that's if I'm going to have it. That's that's my favorite. Delicious, no delicious. Question. And then she puts a little toasted bread in. It's like, okay, now you're now you're getting to me, mom. Now you're now you're toasting the bread. Oh, wow. So I didn't know you could toast the wholesome or mother's bread. Remember that bread? <laughs> As a that's kid. it. Yeah. Wonder bread. Yeah. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Our phone number. Oh, there, he, there she is. Yeah. She's got her cookies for us. It's Vicky on ESPN One Thousand. Hey, morning, Vic, Vicky. what's up? Hey guys, good morning. So, Cap, morning. I want to circle back to the coffee thing from this morning. You yeah. know. I got to say, you sounded like a whiny little bitch. I just, you know, just not cool. Shay offered to get you coffee. He did not offer. We were starting the show in like 40 seconds. I'll get you coffee. I can get, it was 55 on the clock. We start at 7, and I've shown you I can get over to Starbucks and back in three minutes. No shot. So anyway, I have a solution. With these Yeti tumblers that you bought for everybody, Mm -hmm. you can go out there and buy mag sliders. Those are the little sliders on the top. Different colors. colors. I have them at home. So everybody can have their own unique color, so nobody's going to be drinking out of anybody else's mug. That's a great point. I will use one of my multicolored or different color ones tomorrow. Can we so yeah, back to, somebody can bring you, them in as little Valentine trinkets for everybody, so everybody can have their own different, unique color. So. But we have you down for whiny little bitch. Is that what you have for us? That- uh, yes, that's whiny little bitch for you know for a thousand. <laughs> God, you're so irritating <laughs> wow. about it. <laughs> wow, we're going to isolate that. Keep that in the system. <laughs> Thank you, Vicky. As always, bye, hey, Vic. Have a good day. You bye. Too. See you. Wow. Yeah, you didn't like me. You're not a big fan of that, Cap. There's no reason for that. It was uncalled for. <laughs> you didn't deserve that. No. You know, yeah. See, the people are on my side. They're Danny not. came down earlier. He said, if you're going to smoke a joint, you have to share it with your friends. You have to. Yeah. 
Notice the content manager didn't say that on the air. Exactly. The content manager <laughs> ran from the microphone. <laughs> I notice. never said that. <laughs> you notice <laughs> producer Danny would have chimed in with that, but a hundred percent. But the but the shirt and tie, absolutely not. You don't want that on the record. A hundred percent. So so there you have it. So we're talking to you about the Bears. Do the Bears need to trade the top pick for it to be a success for you? Uh Three one two three three two three seven seven six. So we have given our opinions. We would love to know people's opinions because I got the feeling that no matter who they take at number one, Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, the kid from Texas Tech, or some guy we've never heard of that they discover in the middle of Europe who's 6'11", 580 pounds or runs a two two forty, they wouldn't care. They would not care. That everyone in this town is locked in, got to trade it, and you got to get the biggest haul in the history of the draft. I mean, and there's no quarterback could, at the top. Well, right. You, you could try to do that. That's fine. But just whatever's best for the Bears, I'm here for. I, I don't like the negativity before we even get to the draft of what Poles has not done. That's my point. I don't like that. Um, and, and listen, I'm the same guy, and I know that I can be an emotional fan, as you well know. Like I told you with the Bayless Jones pick, I'm not calling him a bust. I think that's unfair. It's his first year. But just the way he was not utilized or he didn't put himself in a position to be utilized in a you know, season in transition, that concerns me. In a wide receiver draft, the best you got is Bayless Jones, and he couldn't get on the field. I am concerned about that. I don't disagree so, with you. Do not you know? disagree with you. So, so. Uh, John at Park Ridge with Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000. Good morning, John. Hey, guys. Love the show. Appreciate you. Um, I just wanted to call in kind of because I haven't heard this discussed. Um, I think for successful draft, you have to trade back, but you have to get a next year's first-round pick because if you trade back within, let's say, the top seven, most likely those teams are going to stink again. If you just look at history, those teams are going to be terrible. So next year, you'll have that pick at the top of the draft, or most likely in the top 10. And then if something happens to Fields, and he doesn't work out the way we think he's going to, I think he's the guy, but let's say he doesn't, now all of a sudden you got two picks in the top 10, and you can trade up to go get Caleb Williams or Drake May or one of those top quarterbacks in next year's draft. So you're covering yourself. So I think for a successful draft for me, I'm looking at next year's first round, and I want to take one of these, let's say, Indianapolis. They're going to stink next year. All of a sudden, you got another top five, six pick for next year. So that's that's my idea for a, a successful draft is getting one of these terrible teams to give you their first round for next year. You hope. You absolutely yeah. hope. And I don't disagree with him because next year's draft has Drake May from North Carolina and Caleb Williams from USC Two big-time quarterbacks up at the top, and he's right. If, God forbid, next year you go, oh, God, Justin was horrible. we got to get a quarterback. You want to have the ability to trade up if you're not already at the top. John, we appreciate the telephone call. So, you know, the one thing about our executive producer, Shane Norling, I mean, we know that, that he's just trying to find his way around town, just trying to find out, you know, what's good and what's bad. He just – I don't understand, Cap, how a young man – like Shay Norling, can't seem to find, you know, a good doctor or a good dentist. Like, have you heard these horror stories from oh. Shay with the dentist? So, so let's, let's go back. Let's rewind because you told us a story not too long ago about your wisdom teeth. Did you not? 
I did. Yeah, I got my wisdom teeth out in November, two months ago now, uh, and I had one of them taken out, and it just it, I got massacred. Basically, I was left awake. It took two hours. He said it was the most dense bone he's cut through. It was like a huge ordeal, and it took. Now, it's not even fully healed yet. They said yesterday, I went yesterday for a regular cleaning, and they said it's still not fully healed. I'm of the opinion they screwed something up back there, and, like, it's never going to be so healed totally you, right. Okay, then why are you going back to them? Well, for the cleaning. I like the woman who cleans my teeth. What, she's hot? <laughs> why, why? The only value she could possibly have is that she's hot. No, you're, the only she, reason yeah. I could possibly like the woman who cleans my teeth is she's hot. Yeah, because... There's a lot of dental hygienists who do a very good job. I love who I go to. And the, you saying, I really like the dental, what, the hygienist I go to, got to mean she's hot. No, I don't is agree. Hoodie, yes no? is that true? Yeah, right. I'm gonna, I might put well, that on the poll. Like, what does she do that you go, I really like her? She's nice. She asks about my life. We have a nice time. You know when you, like, you have a PCP or primary care and you get to know that person and, like, you have conversations when you go. Having that continuity is something I enjoy. It's why I go to the same barber. I like having those those conversations and checking in and having some continuity there. Yeah, I don't think that's the continuity that Cap and I are talking about. I think you like the continuity of something else. Yeah, about no her. question about it. No <laughs> question. Because if they had already, in your opinion, I'm not saying they did. The when she comes, that's right. Woo, she'll be coming round Full sweater. Uh, if... If you, if you, uh, in your opinion, they screwed something up back there. If she's not smoking hot, why are you running back to the same dentist? Because wow, they do such a. She's such a. I love this. That she's got to be the hottest woman for me to go back to the same dentist. Yeah, because you already said you had an issue. You think they screwed something up in your mouth? So unless she's doing some type of magic with your teeth, why are you going back there? Can we get? Can I get to why now? I may be questioning my future. Lied to about having COVID. That is true. That is true. I did do that. I had meetings and I forgot that this was planned. I actually, I was going to the dentist yesterday and I had no idea why I was going. It was one of those things where they like text me the confirmation for the appointment, and I don't even know what I scheduled. But it turns out it was my six month cleaning. So I go in, and I'm down, put in like in the chair, uh, going through the regular conversation, all this. She starts the cleaning, and I'm sitting in the chair, and I didn't bring my headphones. I usually have my over-ear noise-canceling headphones. I throw on either ESPN Chicago, listen to whatever shows on while I'm at the dentist, a podcast, some music, whatever. I don't like doing the dentist noise thing. I forgot my headphones. So what I noticed during this cleaning, this woman farted four times during my cleaning. (laughs) What? (laughs) No, wait just a second. What did you say? Did you say farted? Farted. The Giants. Okay. Now, when I tell you farted, it's it's important you understand. Yeah, you better be running back to go to this woman. (laughs) It's important you understand I didn't have my headphones. Because this wasn't like the silent but deadly where it runs you out of the room. You know, I've had those. You clear out a bus. It's one of those. This was different. This was like it didn't smell, but she was blowing raspberries with her ass. Like it was. I was shocked. What are you running? You think they screwed your mouth up. You had to lie to them and tell them you think you might have COVID so you don't get charged for missing an appointment. And now the lady has a flatulence problem, and you I got to go back there. She's so nice. The Giants. <laughs> she can go F herself. 
I mean, my the question is, when do you say something? When do you step in and make it and go? Step excuse in. me, like I'm just trying to get my teeth clean here. You're flatulating nonstop. Okay, okay, now. That you say that you heard this four times. Now, the first time, are you sure it wasn't something in the room, something with the machinery? Are you sure no, it was her? Hoodie, I'm laying on the chair. I'm like horizontal so that they, she can look into my mouth and take care of my teeth. And sure. my left or my right ear is right next to her belly. And so and you, it's, there's no mistaking the sound. It's she tooted the four giant. times. The giant. But, the but giant. You don't Hold on a second. Hold on, Johnny. So, uh, but I have more questions. So, so on the other side, I want to ask more questions about this because I just think that this is odd. Are you sure there's something something in the room? Well, I just want to unpack that just for a second. Uh, we'll give you headlines and then we'll go back to the uh, the fart worthy uh, <laughs> hygienist that you had. We'll we'll get to that coming up next. Captain J Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports and Farts. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Captain J Hood. The Bulls win their third straight game last night. They defeat the Atlanta Hawks 111-100. to It was DeMar DeRozan's 1,000th game. Aloy Jimenez says that he wants to play the outfield more than DH. Trey Mancini was introduced by the Cubs yesterday saying that the rebuild won't be a long process. And also Northwestern behind the hot chewing of Boo Booey defeating Wisconsin by the score of 66-63. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood with you till 10 o'clock, and then it'll be Black and Abdallah in for Mike Greenberg on the Greeny Show from 10 to 12. Carmen Yurko at 12. Wadlin Sylvia at 2. It'll be uh, Tyler and Meller from 6 to 8 in for Black and Abdallah, right into Freddie and Fitzsimmons at 8, right here on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. So if you're just joining us, um, Cap and I are once again have to help our young, and I mean young, executive producer on just how to be able to navigate life, Cap. This, I mean, ultimately, yes, we're here to do a show every morning, but we got to be able to help Shay, for God's sakes, just some, just some common sense and some training. I mean, if we are in a dentist chair... And the hygienist, and we still are not sure if she's hot or not, if she is um, farting four times while he's getting his teeth clean, that's a problem. We have to we'd say something, would we not? That is a problem, but the I think they screwed something up back there. It's still not healed, but I really like the hygienist who has a flatulence problem. What do you like about her? Like what? Like what is it? Well, she didn't. I didn't know she had a flat. When I went yesterday, I didn't know she had a flatulence problem. That happened during the cleaning. And who do you ask me if I was certain it couldn't have been anything else in the room? There was hardly anything going on. I wasn't on any type of gas. Um, there was like the air that they blow through the back of your mouth during the cleaning so that things don't get caught. Yeah. Um, they had like the little drill and then the electric toothbrush, and that was it. And it was the very distinctive uh, gas releasing in the belly sound. Like I'm a horizontal. She's working on my mouth. So her belly is right next to my right ear. And I heard it four times. It, it completely <laughs> distinctive. It was a toot. The giant. Wow. Wow. Okay, so, Cap, if it's you and I, 
after the first couple times, we're saying something, aren't we? Like, hey, hang on a second. You got a, you got something loose in here or something in the room? I keep hearing something. Yes. Wouldn't you say something about it? Or I'd be like, <laughs> like the first time I probably let it go. Second one? Yes. Certainly by the third. What's going on over there? Now, because you your, know ear is, your ear is close to her stomach in, in that spot, isn't it? I mean, it is. Yes. Okay. So you're hearing the rumbling of the stomach. But then if you are hearing that, Cap, you got to say something. But I think we go back to Cap's theory that apparently Shay will tolerate anything with this woman because more than the conversation, there must be something about her that Because he really she's likes. obviously smoking hot. A hundred percent. And that's an aphrodisiac for you, Shay, right? You like that... I don't like the turn that this took, where the only reason I'm going to my dentist is because she's a hot lady. Cap is trying to paint me as him. She must be hot. She's hot. Why else would you go, she's hot? There's 100% that you have, there's some, you know, fantasy that you're having going on. And that's why you go there, because... You know, if you said you wouldn't believe the issue I had with my wisdom teeth, they were amazing. They they did just an incredible job. Okay, I get it. I think they screwed something up in my mouth. But that hygienist is so hot, I fantasize and get through the whole experience. Okay, just be honest. Okay, Cap, be honest. Cap, you and I, especially in our early years, hey, maybe we didn't have the top-shelf dentist. Maybe we didn't have the top-shelf doctor from the beginning, right? Because you go through life, your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, and you realize, yeah, I can get better hygiene, or, or I could get a better dental hygienist, or I could find a better doctor. or I could, that, Those things. I know it happened for me. Like, you know, get a guy from 88th Street off a cottage, and that person's your doctor. Well, that's not the same as the doctor at Northwestern because of the amount of care, machines, and multiple people that can look over you. Same thing with the dentist. He keeps going to this one because apparently this is what he can deal with right now. Because he just got here to Chicago. Full but at disclosure, some point, he's got he's to switch it over to get something and get better care. Yeah, I'm going to start going to a new dentist eventually. But, like, they already have all my insurance information. I don't have to do the new patient check-in. I don't have to do all the x-rays. I don't have to do all of that garbage. I can go. Everything's already there. I just go do the cleaning and leave. And also, full disclosure, the pain that I'm having still from my wisdom tooth extraction, I was hoping that I would go in and they would say that they screwed something up. And the hygienist did kind of suggest they may have screwed something up the doctor came in and goes oh yeah it just needs to heal still it's just kind of taking its time dude it's been two months i was like outside hoping maybe they admit they screwed something up and i get something out of it is she an older woman no she's young your age no no older than me probably 40 you like it like that or what are we doing here? How did this become about this? <laughs> well, this is about you. We just this guy to thinks I'm in the, den- the dental chair pitching a tent. Come on, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know if that what you're into. I, apparently, you tolerated enough for four. I know Cap and I have been out of there at two. Mrs. Snorling comes. How was the dentist? Oh, it was just spectacular. <laughs> No, I told her what happened, too. Listen, my question about all of this is, you guys keep saying, well, I would just get up and leave, or I would yeah. tell her this. Dude, she's in your mouth. Okay, phrasing. She's okay. working in, <laughs> she's wow. working in your mouth. How are you supposed to say something? I can't take any more. I can't. I can't take this. <laughs> she's can't. in your mouth. Like, what but I seriously, how are you supposed says, to in the moment? Yeah, the Kool-Aid band says she's, she's in my mouth. That's what you just there told There is everybody. no doubt that she's hot. No doubt. Is that true? 
she's well, not bad you... looking, is what I'll say. All You're right, that's fine. in this box. That's fine. Okay. All I'm telling you is that Cap and I would have been out of there too. Like it, the first time, it might be a noise in the room. The second time, and if there's a, and by the way, was there a, tra- a trailing smell from this? Not that I noticed, but like all I could really smell was the the fluoride they were using on my teeth and, and oh. all the like. You know, there's those weird kind of dentist smells you get from the tools too. Oh, okay. Well, th- that's good to know, Cap. She eats clean. Wow. Yeah. Well. <laughs> that's why. He's, that's why he hung in there, Cap. Unmistakably. Multiple toots. <laughs> like, people in the Twitch chat are saying, could it have been the stomach rumbling like she was hungry? Right? No, I, I know what that sounds like. I know the difference between the two. Unmistakably, toots. All right. Well, I just I know that that's how Cap and I would have been able to. We would have been out of there, too. Like, okay, there's a sound here. I'm not comfortable. I'm out. That's how we would have handled it. On Cap and J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. All right, so please help, by the way, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN without in Chicago. And on the phone lines, how would you handle that? Would you stick, stick in there for four toots? Or would you leave like Cap and I after maybe the second toot? Exactly. Or at least say something. My God, it's January. Uh, so, so, Cap, yesterday the Bulls defeated the Atlanta Hawks by a score of 111 to 100. I don't want to break this game down with you unless you want to. I, all I want to tell you is that the thing that resonated with me the most is Patrick Williams' play, 18 points, 10 rebounds in 31 minutes of play. Uh, apparently, the light was on for Patrick Williams to be able to not just score the, the ball but also get 10 rebounds in this win against Atlanta. I watched that entire game. I mean every freaking second of it, Hoodie. And I truly was impressed. A, they're getting a ball inside more. Absolutely using Vucevic the way he should be used. Mm -hmm. He had 16 points, 17 rebounds, 7 assists. And then Patrick Williams was outstanding defensively, plus gave you 18 and 10. I'm not expecting to get that every night yet. He's 21. But he is showing really good defensive progress. Uh, He helped harass... Trey Young in an 0 for 5. They held John Collins to 11 points. Uh, Bogdanovich was 4 of like 13. They played a really good basketball game last night. I mean, but just, I like that Patrick Williams was able to get a double double and get those 18 points. But something I just want to talk to you about briefly with this is that with this Bulls team, and like a lot of teams in the league, sometimes. You'll have your top two scorers. In this case, it's Levine and DeRozan. And there was a disconnect. I don't know if it's still going on now because I've not asked. But since Paris in particular, it seems like the team is on the same page on how to be able to distribute the basketball. There are two different styles on this Bulls team. There's a Levine style, quote-unquote West Coast style, that in which he is you know, shooting the ball at will, maybe not within the rhythm of the offense, you know, shoots threes. He was two for seven for three yesterday, had 20 points. And then there's the DeRozan style. Something that you scouted and coached where there are no bad baskets, meaning that if you don't shoot a three, it doesn't mean that you're trash. The guy was at 26 points, 11 for 21 from the field. There are two different philosophies on this team. There's a reason why that they're 22 and 24. The Rosen continues to stroke it from mid-range and take his time offensively, and Levine's one of these guys that will pull up and transition for three. They have to be able to, to connect and understand each other's game. That's the only way this is going to work. Yeah, I watched. There were a handful of plays yesterday that I thought were key, super key. If you'll remember, DeRozan's coming down the court. It's like a a three-on-two, and he can easily 
bull his way to the basket and draw a foul. He can pull up and shoot it, which is what he would most normally do. He gave a sweet little pass, flipped it behind him to Levine, who went in and rocked the rim, and I went, now that is unselfish, that is team basketball, and that's looking around and going, do I have a teammate who has a better scoring opportunity than I do? Then they got the ball inside to Vooch, and Vooch was passing the heck out of the ball. He, I think it was Vooch who hit Patrick Williams who went in and got a dunk. I'm seeing a team that's more connected, that's more communicative, both offensively and defensively. Uh, I'm excited where they're at. I still think they got to go get a point guard and another shooter if they're not getting Alonzo Ball back. There's no doubt. There's no doubt about it. And the up-and-down nature of this Bulls team, what, like they play the Pacers tonight, that's going to be in Indianapolis. Okay, well... You know, I think you should be able to beat the Pacers. But this is the inconsistent nature nature of the Bulls, though. You could beat the Warriors, uh, but yet you lose against lesser teams. The Bulls should be able to, on the back-to-back, be able to keep it close and somehow win this ballgame against the Pacers. But that's the unknown. We don't know what Bulls team we're going to get from night to night. Unless it's the upper echelon, they do well against them. But the ones in the middle to the bottom, that's the issue with this Bulls team. Well said. Looking forward to it. Coming up, we have the Cap and J-Hood Cut of the Day on Chicago's Home for Sports. Cap and J-Hood are back. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Cap and J-Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. We'll cross-talk with Bluck and Abdallah coming your way at 10 o'clock right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Uh, Cap, you know, I'm at uh, in Springfield, Missouri for UIC Missouri State. You have a game tonight, too, on ESPN Plus, right? I have a game tomorrow night. On Is ESPN. it tomorrow night? Yeah, uh, yes, it's uh, the war on 74, they call it. It is Illinois State at Bradley. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, so I'm going to drive through all that snow tomorrow. Yeah, I, I'm hearing. I'm hearing about that. Yeah, I am think I'm going to be spending the night here because uh, <laughs> it's the- yeah, I hear the snow's coming all over the area. I was told yesterday you're getting 10 inches. Uh, I'm not getting 10 inches, but uh, I hear Listen, the snow's coming. Michelle. I was on the phone setting the... Oh, oh, God. All right, Cap. All right. flag. 15-yard right. penalty on that one. <laughs> all right, Cap. That'll be fine, sir. By the Thank way, you. my friend Andy Hensel just texted and said, <laughs> listening to the dentist stuff, to be honest with you, when I said go get a new dentist, I'd let her take a dump on the floor before I'd go through getting new x-rays and fill out all that paperwork. <laughs> That's true. That's 100% true. They could work on my teeth with a screwdriver and a hammer before I would do that all that stuff again. Oh, the x-rays, too, because the people who do the x-rays never do it right the first time. They get you all set up for it. They take the x-ray. Then they take everything off of you. They come back and go oh we messed it up so we got to do it again it always takes like three times the worst process ever it is true that they they set the x-ray little thing in your in your mouth and it just cuts the bottom of your gums or, or the inside of your gums they should, it should it's gotta be a better way to do those x-rays yeah they still do it old school there you're um, choking it's horrible uh, by the way, shout out to Chip Carey going to the St. Louis Cardinals how about that I just saw that this morning I love Chip. I'm a big fan. He's a good friend, yeah. and good for him, man. That's a good opportunity. 
So I know your friend um, that was working there, no longer there, because uh, he's going through his own personal demons. Yes. But at the same time, a great opportunity for Chip Carey, someone who I thought that would be with the Atlanta Braves forever. But ultimately, this is Chip going home to St. Louis. And, I, you know, he's 57, doesn't look it. He's 57, Cap. He could be there for the rest of his career there, too. Oh, no question. I think he absolutely will. I think he still misses Chicago. He does. Yeah. But it worked out well for him, and now, boom, off to Cardinal country. Good for him. Now time for the Cap and Jay Hood Cut of the Day brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. And uh, today's tip, try the Dover Soul. It's awesome. Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh! Whatever. It's not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut! The coffee goes off. My coffee is hot, ready to go. I don't drink the coffee on the way to work. I come in, I take two sips of the coffee. Oh, it's like manna from heaven. Snorling and I, we're going to have our meeting with you. Snorling picks up my mug and starts drinking it. And then he goes, oh, God, sorry. He takes a good gulp of my coffee. I did not take a gulp. (laughs) <laughs> Did my coffee and my the lid of my coffee touch your lips? It grazed it. It grazed your lips. It's kind of like being kind of pregnant. Either you put your lips on it or not, if you'll pardon the expression. You think I'm going to drink that coffee after the lid touched his lips? The backwash that kicked back into the cup. <laughs> you think I'm drinking that coffee? Absolutely not. Amazing. I'm off to get a Just cup amazing. of coffee now. And by the way, our good friend Vicky McHenry called in about 30 minutes ago now to call you a whiny little bitch for that exact cut. You know what? Vicky it's, don't, it's her words, not mine. Vicky don't want to start that war. Bring it on, Vicky. Sure, no, let's not, ha- let's not bring it on. Let's not bring it on. We thank you for listening and calling and twitching and being part of the program here on ESPN 1000 and on the ESPN Chicago app. Our thanks to you, Jay Moore, and to Shay. All right, Cap, let's do it tomorrow at 7. Rock and roll. Let's get it on. Have a good call tonight, kid. For David Kaplan's Jonathan Hood, thanks so much for listening to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show on Chicago's Home for Sports. So long, everybody. Take that. From the Ozarks.